Trigger warning, this podcast covers topics involving eating disorders, disordered eating, and recovery from them. If you find it's not helpful, there's no pressure to listen and know that I care about you and your mental well-being and want what's best for you. If this podcast or specific episode is not aiding you and your recovery, there are so many other episodes to listen to and resources in the description box below. No, there's nothing wrong with needing that little bit or a lot of bit of extra support. And I'm here for you and I'm so proud of you. Also, I'm not a professional at all. I am just a girl who struggled with and still does struggle from an eating disorder. And I want to share my journey to food freedom and body neutrality while also creating a space for others to do so as well. Hopefully shed some light on topics that may be harder to talk about, bring some awareness and education to all types of EDs and talk some shit about diet culture. So picture me this. We eat the fucking food. We eat the fucking food. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to another episode of We Eat the Fucking Food. My name is Lauren. How's everybody's week going? It's Monday today and my week has started off not well. Let's put it that way. Not, not well. That's kind of my reason for wanting to sit down and record this episode is to share some thoughts that I have had on this lovely Monday. But before we do that, let's catch up with our highs and lows of this past week. So the high of my past week would probably be the fact that my boyfriend met my family for the first time. Not my dad, because my dad came and helped me look for apartments in Chicago. But he met like my mom and my sister and all my dad's side of the family. And it went really, really well. They all really loved him. Of course, they would. My boyfriend is super duper awesome in all ways. And it was nice to get to see them. It was our big like Smith family vacation of 2023. So we spent the weekend up in Libertyville. My family came down to Chicago on Friday. So I got to meet them and I met them at the train station with like a big sign that said, welcome Smith family. It was cute. It was kind of like they're coming to my stomping grounds and the family split up into two groups. And one of the group was like led by my dad. They went on the architecture tour and explored Chinatown. And then I took um, my cousins and one of my aunts over to Wicker park to shop on like off the Damon stop on Milwaukee and go thrifting and eat lunch down there and then after that um, my boyfriend and I drove to the house we were staying at we stayed there this weekend we went to a like fair festival he got me a little stuffed animal it's a really cute little like new lizard I named him Franklin um (laughs) and then I just kind of got to spend a lot of good quality time with my dad's side of the family which is really important to me because both my grandparents are still alive on that side. So I'm super fortunate about that. We have seven of us cousins and we're all within like three years of each other. So I'm really close with all of them. And it's just nice to like know that once a year I get to be reunited with my family. And I grew up really close with them, like in a couple towns over. And we would all like go to my grandparents' house for Christmas and like Easter. So I got to see them a lot when I was growing up. And now that we've all kind of grown up and are adults now and live our own separate lives it's nice to reconnect for sure once a year because we don't get to spend as much time as we used to what's weird about this family vacation and i'll talk about this for a second before going into the rest of like my catch-up is that it's a staple for me almost in my recovery and when i reflect back on it one of the years the first year that we really did this family vacation i wasn't able to go because i was in uh, the wizard of oz at chicago shakes theater so i spent my summer like pretty actively doing that and I didn't have time to go on this said vacation and that time also was when I was suffering the worst from my eating disorder and really in the trenches of it so to reflect on that for like three years ago and then I reflect on the vacation okay we're exempting the year of COVID because we didn't do anything but that next time the next year I could go on that vacation is when I 
was about to go back to college, I relied heavily on substances at this time to be able to control my anxieties I had around food and I had around my disorder and to get myself to really be able to eat without feeling that sense of guilt and anxiety. So for that vacation, and I feel kind of bad saying this, I don't feel bad, but I'm the only person that really knew this at the time was my sister and her partner because we were like sharing a room. But for majority of that family vacation, all like the meals, I would be high because that was my only way of really knowing how to cope through that and to not have some sort of breakdown at the table. Obviously, after that vacation, I went back to school and I did end up going back to treatment for like the last time. So then if we fast forward to a year ago from now, when it was like my first time really securely, I guess, in my recovery, and I had gone with my partner at the time. And I still remember just really, really struggling with eating and struggling with like the control and I found myself feeling some sort of sort of a lot of anxiety this past weekend still too even though I didn't have anything to truly be anxious about I found myself just feeling very vulnerable and very like in a heightened state and maybe that's because of these feelings I'm going to talk about right now and just kind of being outside of this almost safety environment that Chicago has been and like being in this new chapter and kind of almost reverting back to being in settings that at one point I was heavily struggling in that that's like a trigger for me and that was what happened this weekend I'm not exactly sure on why I felt that anxiety but it is something that I just wanted to kind of throw out there and state in case it maybe rung true or connected to any of you who may find themselves in similar settings and situations in which at one point that they were heavily struggling in and suffering in and to have that triggered to just know that you're not alone and that you're stronger than you were during that time and that you have new capabilities and new coping skills and new strengths that you didn't have say x many years ago when you were in that environment uh, the low of my week would <laughs> probably be the fact that I'm just an anxious little bundle of joy. Um, and it sucks because this anxiety, it just like comes in so many waves. And I just feel like, and again, accountability. I know like two episodes ago, I talked about seeing a therapist. I still have not tried to find a therapist. Um, but that I'm just really anxious about this next chapter. I'm anxious about the path I'm on right now in my life, if what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm doing the right thing, am I making the right choices? What am I offering to this world? Where is my, like, what are my goals? Where's the security within that? What are my relationships right now? I don't know. Just a lot of anxiety about the what ifs, because I think that this is the first time in my life where, and I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast, so I apologize if this is like a, restated thought but the fact that up until this year I always knew what my goals were going to be like when I was envisioning my life I could envision my life up until like I knew I wanted to be an agent I knew I wanted to move to the city I knew I wanted to like pursue theater or whatever that may be but like I've moved to the city I'm doing what I said I wanted to do I'm finding fulfillment and joy out of it yes but now it's kind of like now what and now what now I'm just existing now I just go on with my merry little life and let things come and go like where's the control in that it's not there I tell you that much it's not there and that's why I find myself just panicking constantly panicking constantly being anxious about nothing but I know that the nothing I'm anxious about is just adulting as just a topic and that is what I'm going to talk about a little bit today but before I do that let's talk about what went well recovery wise for me 
Well, the low recovery wise for me kind of ties into this weekend about what I was talking about before is that I ate normal meals with everybody. I didn't at all like only eat. Like, for example, we, when it was my turn to make like the breakfast, like we separate each meal by like certain like family members or groups of the family, like do it. And for breakfast, one of the days it was me and my sister and our partners. And we had like breakfast sandwiches. And like in the past, I know for a fact that I probably would have only eaten like half a sandwich, like an open face one, or I would have completely avoided the carbs as a whole. But this time I didn't at all. I was happy to be eating a breakfast sandwich on a pretzel bun, which is freaking amazing. I'm not going to lie. I did a mean job making that. But And in the past, I would have definitely used micro behaviors, definitely would have tried to control the amount that I was eating because a lot of the foods that I ate this weekend were fear foods. Um, But I ate them nonetheless. I participated with the family. I tried to be as present as possible, but I'm a little disappointed in myself, some presence-wise, just because of the anxiety I've been struggling with about adulting and just life in general. But I also, last week, your girl was craving a burger. So what did I eat? I ate a cheeseburger. I walked in the rain. I walked. It was... Like Thursday night last week, it was downpouring, truly like downpouring in Chicago. But I was just sitting in my room and my whole entire For You TikTok page was like burgers and cheeseburgers. And it was the only thing I wanted. And I rarely crave a cheeseburger, but sometimes I really get a hankering for them. And I knew that a part of me, my disordered side was like, it's raining out. I don't want to spend money on this. We're about to go spend so much time with our family this weekend and probably eat a bunch of these fear foods. Like I knew that I would be eating some foods that were harder for me um, emotionally to be eating. And I was like, I want to set myself up well. But then I knew I was like, if I don't honor this craving, I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be disappointed whenever I'm eating for dinner because this isn't what I want. So I was talking to my dad about it. My dad so graciously Venmoed me to go get the cheeseburger, which was a nice little push that I needed. So thanks, dad. But I ate it and it was so good. And I'm so happy I did it. And I feel like the more and more I'm able to eat, quote, unquote, normally, quote, unquote, I'm able to like listen to my hunger cues and not feel like bad for eating one meal that's like larger or eating like a smaller meal after that because it's like I'm full from that meal and not feeling like a sense of guilt. I saw actually, this is another little tangent of a thought, but I saw on Instagram a couple of like days ago, this thought of having like the fear of not eating enough in recovery. And I definitely feel like sometimes I suffer from that. I suffer from the fear of relapsing so much or the fear of becoming like, really sick again and having to take a step away from everything that I find myself sometimes not listening to my the cues that my body is giving me hunger wise which now because of my consistent nourishment I, my body does give me cues and I know that if this was like a year ago I probably wouldn't be able to be contemplating if this is like something on a toy with or like this leaning into this intuitive eating or factor of intuitive eating um, but I, I saw this post on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I heavily relate to that. I heavily relate to the fear of not eating enough. So I think that I've been kind of toying with that and kind of really trying to listen to my hunger and trying to not eat out of the fear of not eating enough. I don't know. That's just a little thought I wanted to share. That's kind of well recovery wise, because I feel like I'm at a point where I'm able to play with that idea now and I wouldn't be able to do that in the past. So Yeah. The topic of today's episode is just kind of because I had a panic attack about a couple hours ago and I recorded myself during that panic attack. And now that I'm out of that really heightened state, I kind of just want to talk about it. 
and talk about my anxiety about adulting and kind of be vulnerable and like share that. Sure, I'm in a more stable place in my recovery, but that doesn't mean that my mental health is perfect at all. And being able to record those thoughts in the moment, I just want to share them with you. Before I play that clip of me sobbing, <laughs> sorry, it's going to sound kind of gross because I'm like actually tearing and snotting a lot in it, which is not it but um i want to post it for relatability purposes <laughs> but I, what i was really freaking out about and something i've been freaking out about recently and not even recently i mean i've always been freaking out about this hell it was like one of the main reasons why i struggled with thinking disorder for such a long time and i know i talk about it like a decent amount or like hint at it so i guess i wanted to take a second to really like flesh out that thought flesh out that thought whatever that saying is but the thought that i am absolutely terrified of being an adult it's one of the scariest things it was been one of the most intimidating things and it's not fun and sometimes i think i'm kicking ass sometimes i'm like god i'm doing so good at growing up look at me i'm adulting i'm really proud of myself and then a couple of days later i'm like okay yeah no it's not fun anymore it's not fun whoever's up there we can just stop i'm kind of sick of it I'm ready to go back to being a kid. And it's so funny because like adults, when you're a kid are like, don't grow up. You're not, you're going to really wish that you could stay a kid forever. And when you're a kid or a teenager, you're like, fuck that. You have no clue what you're talking about. Like this sucks. My life sucks right now. Mm, if I could go back, I would take it back. I would really rather be a kid. Um, If any of y'all listening to this and you're a teenagers, stay a kid for as long as you can, because being an adult is not all it's correct up to be. I'm just stressed. I'm stressed about my life choices. I'm stressed if I'm making the right decision or not. I'm stressed what my life is going to be like. It's just really stressful. It's like really, really stressful. And it's like, okay, sure. Like everybody says they have no clue what's going on. But like, it's not fun flying by the seat of your pants like all the time. Like your life, you don't need to have like a set out plan, but sure nice to have like some sort of direction in your life. And right now in this moment, I feel like I have like none. I feel like I thought I had direction or like a direction that I want my life to be going in. But it's just not. Or I just don't know how to like really push forward to that direction. Like I feel like I'm like moving at either a snail place or like I'm like standing still. And that's really disheartening at times because I'm a very much like passionate, active, wanting to be doing things and having these goals type of person. And I think that's why my eating disorder serves as a purpose during that part of my life. Because I think I started to realize or like started to know that I was like these things that I thought were going to bring me fulfillment. This career that I thought I wanted isn't the one that I actually want. Holy shit. I have no clue what the fuck I want to do with my life. Like I put all my eggs in this basket of being a performer. And then when I realized I was like, mm, this isn't all it's supposed to cracked up to be, or mm, I'm not really like feeling that fulfillment from this job that I thought I was going to. I was like, okay what am i supposed to do and that was one of the reasons or a nice little gateway that my eating disorder said "Mm, let me just sneak in there and give you some purpose and having an eating disorder gave me purpose having recovery gave me purpose and it was a purpose that i felt like it was an easy goal and something i could focus on that wasn't as daunting as life and any time that i get overwhelmed any time that i i don't know feel like i'm an adult i look at myself in the mirror and I like look at my body and something that triggers it as well is that I'm like, holy shit, I don't look like a kid anymore. My eating disorder allowed me to look like a kid, to be like a kid, to feel like I was still just like a kid. And I was able to like, I had to be reliant on something. I wasn't just as super independent because I'm just super scared of the failure of like adulting. So to not have to focus on adulting and I is something that I wouldn't have to be focusing on the fear of failing at adulting. 
I could just focus on my recovery. I could just focus on my eating disorder and appeasing my eating disorder. And sometimes when I look at myself in the mirror, like I said, and I see my adult body, I'm like, ooh, I don't like adulting. Or anytime I get uncomfortable with it and I'm comfortable with my body and looking like a woman, it just reminds me that I'm an adult and that it's scary and I don't know what I'm doing. And then it triggers me and I just want to use behaviors because I want to be small sometimes. And I'm sure that others can relate to this, but just like that security and that safety. And that's really what this tear fest thing is going to be. You're going to hear me say that a lot. When I say I want to be small, I don't even mean small, like body-wise. Like, sure, I sometimes do crave and miss my sick body. But I'm more talking small, just like, I just want to feel like I'm like wrapped in a blanket, like a cocoon. Like almost like when you swaddle a baby, like that sensation of being small. Like the sensation of just being like, little and held and supported um those are those thoughts i'll probably have more to say about it like at some point but i'm really like i said i'm in the thick of it right now i'm trying to figure out how to cope through this anxiety and cope through these thoughts and cope through these fears and this is an i guess the new chapter of my journey i posted about this on my instagram or had shared that this kind of new mental struggle <laughs> i'm on is going to be a talking point for me now podcast wise which is nice because it's going to give me something to talk about on the podcast but not nice because i mean like it's not fun to be struggling at all in that sense but yeah i guess that's all i really have to say on that i'm gonna just let the clip play right now again i want to put a trigger warning right here for sadness and some really some dark thoughts and just heavy topics that normally i don't really dive this like heavy heavy into it but it was, I thought it was important to share what my thoughts are in that moment and to open up about that. So, trigger warning, um, I'll put a timestamp of when the episode ends if you just want to hear my closing. But if not, thanks for listening to this little catch-up part of the episode. And hopefully you'll turn in, tune into the next one. I want to be small. So badly. So badly. I just want to be small. I want to go back to a time and the only thing I had to do was focus on myself. A time where I had control. I just want to be small. I don't want to grow up. It's too much. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like every decision that I'm making is wrong. And that I have no sense of direction in my life. I feel like I make one decision and I feel so confident about it. I know like what I want to be doing, but I have no clue how to get there. I feel like I have so many ideas and I feel really like independent in myself and my thoughts. But anytime I share them, I feel stupid and like I don't know what I'm talking about and that I don't deserve to take up the space that I want to take up. And I don't know how to. I don't know how to confidently take up that space. And I just want to be small. Because being small is so much easier. But I don't want to limit myself. And I know that I meant to do like something big. And I have those big ideas. And I have a voice. And I want to use it. And I know that I'm smart. And I know that I have a purpose. And I know what I want to advocate for. But I just can't. Like, anytime I think about it and, like, the bigger, like, thoughts are just so overwhelming. And I don't even know where to begin. I don't know what direction I should be going. 
I want the security and I want stability. But I can't find it. And I think I have it and I'll have it for like a couple months and I'll have it for like a little chapter of my life. And then all of a sudden, I'm like hit by a wave of confusion and a wave of disappointment in myself. And I just wish I knew what I was doing. I just want to be a little again. <laughs> and I think that's why I feel so uncomfortable in my body and becoming an adult because it's so scary. It's so scary and I just don't know what I'm doing and I feel like I'm failing at literally everything. It's just so intimidating and it's so overwhelming. But I don't want to be a kid forever. Like, I want to grow up. I want to become independent. I want to become mature. But I just, like, I feel like I can't. Like, I feel like I, like, feel like I'm, like, stuck in, like, something. And I just want to shrink. I want to be small. Like, really just, like, sick and tired of trying to be big. And I'm sick and tired of trying to adult. And I'm sick and tired of just, like, feeling this way. And I can fake it well. Like, I fake it so well. So well. But then I just have days like this and moments like this where everything, I feel like it's just imploding. And I feel sick. And I feel so triggered. And I just... I'm just disappointed because I I think that like I went into my whole life wanting so much and thinking so much and that this like year in the city has been so amazing but now I feel like at the end of this year I feel like all the momentum that I had from like this like winter and spring career-wise life-wise it's just like like I don't want it anymore I like I just I like don't even have it anymore and I feel like I have made wrong decisions in my first year, or like what I should have done and should have been doing. I'm sorry, I'm sniffling. I'm crying, obviously. <laughs> I don't really know why I hopped on my mic right now, but I guess I just wanted to like share this moment and these thoughts and this overwhelming sense of anxiety I've been having recently. And it's just like, it's just, I just feel so uncomfortable existing in my body. And I'm trying to embrace like being an adult and I'm trying to exist living in this like adult body. But I know that I think that triggers my fear of the future. And then all I do, all I do is just crave my small body and crave my small self and crave my small life because it was so much safer and it felt so much safer and i know it's false like i know it's like a fake safe like i'm aware of that but my god like <laughs> it just feels like it'd be so comforting right now i just really want to go back <laughs> i just don't feel like i'm ready like i just really don't feel like i'm ready i don't feel like i'm smart enough i feel like i made the wrong decision like decision education wise i feel like i don't have skills to do anything other than i don't know
I'm just like hurting. Like everything just hurts. Like I just want to scream. I want to scream so loud. And just like let all that pain out. But I can't do that because the neighbors would think something was really wrong. And I will know that these thoughts are probably like so normal. But just like in this moment, they just feel really big. And I just don't know how to... I don't know, move forward. I feel like I'm making a decision. It's like, okay, what type of life do I want to live? Do I want to go into doing a career that I, all I want to do is make some sort of difference in, I don't even know. Like the thing is like, I'm sitting right here thinking that, but like a part of me is like, I feel so out of touch with the, I don't know, community, like the eating disorder recovery community. I feel so out of touch with my recovery, I feel, but like, I'm like, do I want to move past that? But I also feel like that, like, that's the only place I find my purpose and I would find my purpose because I found some sort of purpose in my eating disorder and having an eating disorder and like that was part of why it existed for me and I feel like I have this idea and I want and desire but I just like don't know what I want to do because like I don't really want to perform but I want to perform but I don't, can't do it healthily and it gives me anxiety I want to be in this position, but I don't know how to make any career moves in this decision. And it's just overwhelming and my anxiety just can't handle it. I'm like, okay, so maybe I should go back and become like a therapist or whatever. But I suck at school and I just don't think I'd be good at that either. I don't know. I'm just really tired. I'm just tired of cycling and feeling like this. I don't want to seek help at all right now. Like, I really don't. I don't know if it's because I just feel so down bad. I have no desire to see a therapist. I have no desire to... God, I don't know. I just really don't know. God, I don't know what I'm doing. That's it. Bye. So that was that. Thank you for listening to my sob fest. I appreciate that. But the I'm going to do to make myself feel better now post this episode and take care of myself tonight is I'm going to post on the social media account looking for an intern. So if that's something that you're interested in is like helping out with the social media or you have some sort of like passion, but uh, I don't really know. I just want a little bit more of a team and a little bit more almost like accountability. And I feel like having someone else who's also helping keep the Instagram active and such will allow me to post more and want to post more and continue to get some episodes out. I don't know. I feel like since I am obviously just talked about like having no purpose in my life and really not knowing what I'm doing, it's like I might as well funnel some energy into the podcast, which does give me purpose and does give me something to do and something that I'm proud of. And it's something that I want to dedicate more time and energy into. So might as well lean into that unknown right now and find some stability in this. So like I said a couple weeks ago, expect some more episodes, especially when I do move into my new place. And I'm excited for that. But Thank you for listening. I'm proud of you. I love you. I appreciate you. And continue to eat that fucking food. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.